This podcast is sponsored by Fallout 76. Bethesda Game Studios, the award-winning creators of Skyrim and Fallout 4, welcome you to Fallout 76, the online prequel where every surviving human is a real person. Work together or not to survive. Under the threat of nuclear annihilation, you'll experience the largest, most dynamic world ever created in the legendary Fallout universe. Reclamation Day 2102, 25 years after the bombs fall, you and your fellow vault dwellers chosen from the nation's best and brightest emerge into a post-nuclear America. Play solo or join together as you explore, quest, build, and triumph against the Wasteland's greatest threats. Fallout 76 will be available worldwide on Wednesday, November 14th. Pre-order now at participating retailers and play the beta. Games play best on Xbox One. Ready, set, go! This is the Checkpoint Radio Podcast. Tune into our weekly radio show. For more information, go to CheckpointRadio.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Checkpoint Reach. Hey, welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast on the Westwood One Podcast Network. Everyone's listening. Exclusive, uncensored, and extended conversations from the nationally syndicated crew of the Checkpoint Radio Show. Checkpoint Radio Podcast is brought to you by Fallout 76. My name's Nate Bender. I'm joined by the Checkpoint crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and over at the Checkpoint News Desk, Joe Sloan. Well, me at least. Norris and Robbie will be joining us here in a second, but uh, right now it's just Joe and I before we hand it over to them out at BlizzCon because they are lucky enough to be out at BlizzCon, those lucky bastards. I I think I might be more mad about the weather differential, actually. You know how nice it is in Anaheim today? No, I didn't look. Yeah, I didn't either, but I'll bet you it's nice (laughs) than 44 and rainy. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, So uh, we are excited to be here with you. Uh, Normally, you know, we have a a, a normal routine that we do here on the show, Uh, you know, like uh, reading iTunes reviews. We do that, yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, we we usually have something that we're talking about. We bicker about something. Yeah, but uh, today it's going to be a little bit different, obviously, because uh, two of our members are out in Anaheim. Uh, we're going to let them take over for the majority of the podcast here today. Yep. But before we hand things over to them, I thought, you know what? Maybe maybe we should read a, uh, an iTunes review. We should read the best iTunes review so they don't get to hear it. Uh, there's actually a great iTunes review that we got last week that I've yes. been kind of itching to read. Okay. All right. I'm excited. And it's from someone that we've actually heard from before. Really? You remember S. Clarkson from the UK? I do remember S. Clarkson because we, we we hypothesized that they were somehow related to Jeremy Clarkson. Right. It only makes sense. Right. Exactly. It's his pen name or something. Right. Um, but did he uh, write in again? He did. Oh. So his iTunes review says one great thing about this show is that they actually listen to feedback and act on it. We do. I've now upgraded my review to a full five star due to them removing my only concern and flaw. This is a fantastic podcast. If you have any interest in video games, you should check it out. Well done, guys. Now, this is the guy who said that he didn't like our episode review, which I mean, we heard similar 
more things from corporate. They also didn't like our uh, our episode review. So we've now changed that to our look ahead in esports. Absolutely. And, and now that we do a daily show as well, which you can find over at our website, CheckpointRadio.com, uh, now that we do the show daily, I think that it actually serves much more of a purpose. I mean, it, does, it wouldn't make sense to do the re- radio review because we yeah. would do like an hour-long show that day yeah. and then do a review of the show from Wednesday, which also has segments from other days of the I, week. It doesn't. It wouldn't make sense. It would be hard to like j- jigsaw that whole thing together. Yeah, I mean, it, I'll be honest. It, the one of the most impressive things about this show is the way that now the national shows are woven together throughout different segments that we do throughout the week. Right. And because we build the show in the way that we do in the modular fashion that we do, it's actually kind of easy for us to swap things in and out and make it perfectly, you know, consumable for a national audience. Right. In the olden days, we had to figure out what the best eight segments we could think up were and do those eight segments. And if one of them didn't work, oh, well, yeah, that's what it is. Right. Now we do a bunch of segments throughout the week and whichever ones are the best, they make it to the national show. Exactly. Which, which is, is a, way better. Oh, yeah. I mean, way easier. Too. Wednesdays went from our hardest production days yeah. to maybe our easiest. Yeah. It, it Wednesday went from a let's see. We were usually here from like. Oh, I don't know, 3 to 11.30. And I started writing my scripts at about 11.30 in the morning. Yeah, I was so. fin- I was finishing news usually around 12.30 or 1. Yeah, and then I'd be doing post-production all the way until about 6, 7 a.m. Yeah, now it's just a regular, you know, we're into the office at 11 or noon and we're yeah. done at 8. Yeah. Eight at the latest, usually? I mean, my, my, my layoff for the national show was done at 10 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. It's way easier than oh, what we're doing. so much And easier. I think the quality has actually gone up, I too. think I, no, I think I think our energy reflects a lot better. Yeah, imagine that when we're not exhausted from a five-hour show. I know, right? The segments are a little better. So, um, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's hand it on over to our counterparts who are residing in Anaheim temporarily for BlizzCon. And uh, let's hear from Robbie and Norris about their adventures out at BlizzCon. Con 2018. You bastards. You're listening to the Checkpoint Podcast. Brought to you by a whole bunch of people. But right now, we are coming to you guys from Anaheim, myself, Norris Howard, along with my always awesome travel companion, Robbie Landis. We're putting it down, man. This is... This is a this is a great day. This is a great. Day. Yeah. Now, if you need any more uh, convincing that sending Norris and I out here was the right move, besides the fact that we're both a Blizzard fanboys, uh, uh, one of the things that we found today that, that just kind of was like it was real kismet to me was the fact that at the Lego uh, booth they had like this giant wall where you could pose behind Mercy wings made out of Legos and Farah wings made out of Legos. Exactly, man. So, you know, it, it, destiny itself, it, it was as if, you know what I'm saying, the fates had came down and spoke to us personally and said that, you know what, these are the right two people for the job right now. And let me tell you guys, BlizzCon is fucking awesome. All right? It's great. I love it. Now, uh, what, what we didn't get to t- tell you guys about earlier was the uh, the trip here and what it took to actually get to BlizzCon because this whole thing was very last minute. You know, Kuki's sort of been working working the back end and, and trying to get us out here and, and basically told us, I think, 
literally one week before BlizzCon happened. Yeah, yeah like, hey, we got tickets. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and so a, a bunch of stuff, you know, was going on. There's a lot of emails and a lot of uh, figuring things out. But long story short, we got out here without too much trouble. But uh, as we uh, as we landed, we realized that uh, Einstein over here had been reading everything in Eastern time. And of course, you know, the BlizzCon is on the West Coast, so that's a three-hour difference. And uh, yeah, he, uh, he 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 we panicked a little bit. We panicked. I'm not even gonna lie. Be that as it may, even had I been reading them the correct way, our flight was still booked, so we would be landing as the event started. And uh, our producer Rick booked those flight, you know, booked those flights uh, uh, a few days prior. Right, okay, listen. Usually we badmouth Rick a lot, all right? We badmouth Rick, and we'd be like, Rick, you always booking us at these flea bag hotels or making us land directly as everything is ending or something crazy like that. But this time I can't really blame Rick that much. Only because, only because our largest delay really wasn't at the airport, to be honest. The largest delay was not at the airport. Um, as we landed, or as we were traveling, we dropped our bags off at the hotel. We rushed over to the um, to the convention center, and let me tell you, this line to get into BlizzCon was as long as like. You know what I'm saying? Was as long as the line of, of Moses leading the people out of Egypt. Like, that's how long this line was. It was a line of biblical proportions, flat out. So, we were breaking our necks to find out, like, what sort of, like, media privileges we had because one no way in the world we was getting ready to stand in that line, bro. Robbie did. I wasn't going to stand in that line. Well, because when we had first got there, we tried to just go up and go into, and, and we, it said, uh, uh, special access entrance, cosplayers, uh, uh, media, and something else. And so, and so, guess, guess, that's right. So as we're walking up there, some lady's like, no, 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 you got to get back in line. We're like, we're media. She's like, you still got to get in line to register, right? So I'm like, all right, I'll stand in line. You go see if you can... F- figure something out see if there's some way that we can get in and he managed to get in and just sent me a message all right i'm in so i tried to go up the same way and the same lady stopped me again sent me back down i I waited in line hold on because as i finally get up there and they're checking my bags like no laptops i goes i'm media like like that 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 what about media oh well you're in the wrong line you need to go up there to the doors that i just got kicked out of twice (laughs) so finally i go up there i go through right the ladies check my bags and one she's like you don't have your badge yet i'm like no i'm media they didn't give it to us they said if we came here i dropped our man's name that we're in contact with and she's like you need to go back out there to where i just came from they told me to come up here to media for man it was not a good day for me no and the funny thing is, is that, you know, I, I walked up to the thing and uh, I'm almost absolutely sure there was some black privilege at play because the security looked at me and they saw the hair and it was like, oh, my God, bam, Wakanda, my bro. Did, did they seriously drop a Wakanda on you? They didn't hit me with the salute, but my man straight up called me Killmonger, bro. Wow. Like, I'm not even joking to you. My man's called me Killmonger at the security desk and he let me through. And he was just like, yeah, registration is downstairs. Bro, and so I just walked right on down and got our stuff. And by the time Robbie got let in, I was just like, "Hey, man, just give her your ID." And Robbie's like, th- "He 
he's this close to like pouring sweat. Like he's that close. Like you ever see somebody who's on the verge of sweating profusely? That was Robbie. He was. It was like he had been running through the entire registration line. Which, by the way, at BlizzCon is behind where you pick up all your merch. So it's really just the like basement dungeon of the Anaheim Convention Center. It's like dark and it smells weird and it's damp and it's just a very weird place. But it's like that because you're never supposed to be down there more than once. Like you go get your stuff and then you never go back down there again. So it, it was scary, but we got through it and we did it. But as we were doing all that, the festivity started. So we're like panicking. Yeah, I, I, I think that all of that was maybe just some of your bougie sensations, maybe just not really driving well with the con scene, because I didn't think it was that bad down there. But uh, fucking <laughs> basement. All of this was going on during the opening ceremony, so so we were kind of like in and out, trying to watch in the Twitch stream. You know, the 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 big announcements that were coming through. We only got to see like half the McCree cinematic. I missed the World of Warcraft cinematic, which I still have to sit down and watch. Yeah. Um, and up until this point, what the most we had eaten, like like I had a yogurt at like seven. You you had like some chips or something like that oh you mean uh for breakfast yeah i had a croissant oh okay yeah and some coffee and a smart water so that was like my whole breakfast that was the only thing i had to like eat or consume until like what was it like four for Western time, Pacific time, yeah, for for a few more hours because we went and we had, we had tried to watch the USA match, uh, and then we had a little trouble linking up with our first interview, who ended up overlapping with our second interview, who had actually went to where we were trying to wait for our first, first interview, interview at. It was man, it was hectic, it was crazy. It actually, you know, what, you know what it felt like? It felt like our first E three. We were kind of running around with our heads cut off. It felt exactly like the first E three, and that's the thing is that like. I feel like with the first E3, it was it was awesome and it was so fun to participate in. But like we were wiped out by the end of the first E3, like all of us. I think I won't feel as bad, but I can already like feel it a little bit. I'm gonna try to go back out tonight for like the after party stuff. But DJ Hodor, DJ Hodor, man, you know what I'm saying. So I definitely got to go check that out. But I think the the biggest thing. At BlizzCon for me That I thought was really dope And well not just that We'll get to that in a minute Which is Robbie is sliding Sliding our swag boxes uh, From BlizzCon But we'll get to that in a minute But uh, I actually really love How diverse the crowd is You know what I'm saying At BlizzCon Don't get me wrong Conventions are always like Really big diverse You know inclusive places But it's something about BlizzCon, man, that was really interesting because E3 is very business-oriented, especially if you have, like, press or business credentials, so you go a little early. That's all business people. It's all people there who are, like, on the on the clock, if you will. Trying to make a buck. Trying to make a buck, exactly. And here at BlizzCon, you know, the moment you walk in, you're just greeted with just a... a uh, orgy of fandom basically you know whether it be from world of warcraft or you know hearthstone or overwatch or whatever like everybody in that place is such huge fans of any of these franchises that i mean i i don't see how they how blizzcon can't exist because there's that many people in that much fandom i don't see how they couldn't be by themselves separate from e3 and other stuff 
Yeah, I think that's definitely something that, that that's that's real unique about this, that you don't feel like there are people that are just there trying to like hawk their product, right? You go there and everything is there for you in one way or the other. You know, all the all the sweet uh, uh, statues that were up, all the amazing cosplayers. Uh, we didn't even get to actually check everything out tonight. Hopefully tomorrow, if we get to, if we if we can, you know, find a stable connection and go live, uh, uh, we're going to go check out the Dark Moon Fair because there was even a guy that we were behind that I think was sort of working there who was telling us that the Dark Moon Fair is like out of this world. And 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 that's the thing is you know you talk about it in. Robbie and I, as we were literally sitting on the floor eating bratwurst, uh, because that was the only way we could have like fed ourselves all day at the, time, yeah. at the time. Literally, you know, I was looking around and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, you know, this is the only kind I've ever been to where it looks like the ratio of of male to female is almost completely even, and you know. Obviously, it seemed like, you know, most of the girls who were there or women who were there were big fans of either World of Warcraft or Overwatch. But I think it's really important to highlight something that Blizzard has done is is being able to tap into a demographic that is notoriously, I don't want to say difficult to tap into, but but oft forgotten, a oft forgot, a oft forgotten demographic. Because how often have we talked about quote unquote girl games, right? And you see just how many people are there cosplaying and doing like gender bent cosplaying and just expressing themselves through their favorite characters. And by this being my first BlizzCon, like I've been to Yuma and stuff like that, but. It's Cali out here, so this shit is on a whole nother level from from YumaCon or any other uh, smaller con that I've been to. Like, it really, really is on a level that is only matched by, like, E3. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you have to keep in mind that E3 is something that's put on by several different developers, and it's only as big as it is, you know, because everyone comes together, but it's still a different kind of environment. Uh, uh, I don't think that there's anything like blizzcon like even going to like a comic-con would still be a different sort of experience yeah totally and i mean it's it's crazy because the more that you know you kind of walk around and and see people i think i maybe only saw the same cosplayers once or twice maximum it was that many people like cosplaying and and I mean yeah San Diego Comic Con's big and huge but that's still a bunch of different you know that's still DC Marvel Image all the other you know sort of nerd yeah there's there's yeah all the other nerd nerd subcultures that descend upon Comic Con but with BlizzCon Robbie you're right there's a cohesiveness to it and it in the flow that happens you know at BlizzCon is so symbiotic i mean it literally goes from diablo to heroes of the storm to wow to overwatch it literally physically it literally flows that way yeah you're right i actually think that that having it held in the anaheim convention center definitely lends a lot of help to that because you don't have to worry about okay where's the wow place now why you know where do we have to exit and then where do we have to go and enter into yeah anaheim's convention center is better than la's period yeah uh also really quick i i I saw some people making jokes about the uh the stillwell horror hotel i gotta say rick i don't know if you meant to but you outdid yourself this time when we checked in actually just just moments ago at check-in they actually gave us warm cookies they're not warm anymore but they were at the time um Probably delicious. 
warm warm cookies. That's so right. Definitely take that into account. So we appreciate you, uh, Rick, for that one. But without further ado, we got some we got some swag here. I'll, I'll, I'll open. You be the caller. How about All right, that? we got some we got some swag. No, because I want to open mine too. I mean, they're gonna have the same things in them. I know, but there are many rifles, but this one is mine. You do the opening, I'll call it. No, no. Okay, yeah, because you probably know what most of this is. All right, all right, so here we go, here we go. Opening up the BlizzCon box. Oh, yeah, get this down in front of them here. This is this is this is crazy. Out of all the swag bags that I've had, they've always been like really cheap, you know, like like little tote, like totes with like drawstrings and stuff that have next to nothing in them. Whoa! Oh, that is shrink wrapped. This is this is a whole new level. Oh. Oh man, that's beautiful, guys. That is beautiful. If you're listening to the podcast, you need to go check this video out. You can find it on our Twitch over at uh, twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP. We're going through some branding changes right now. Yeah, but uh, I want to crack that open. Yeah. Oh no, 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 definitely not. But yeah. So here it says we have a Heroes of the Storm Raven Lord Crest Magnet. What? Diablo, uh, classic Diablo vinyl figurine. Uh, some StarCraft. It's like it has like a protective cover on yeah, it. Yeah, here, let's Pull that thing up. Bro. Look at that. You got the protective cover in there. Bro. And then here you it here it is. Here's the the BlizzCon swag box. Bro. So we got some keychains. We got a uh, some StarCraft foolishness. We got a challenge coin. We got a figurine. What is that? Zergling or something? Oh, no. That's Diablo. We got some Hearthstone stuff. Some nice Hearthstone stickers. I will use those Hearthstone stickers even though I don't play Hearthstone. And some other foolishness up there. A little like some Alliance craziness. But still, I mean, even though you might not be into StarCraft or, or, or the Alliance oh, or whatnot, no, no. like this is some... This is, some this is high quality stuff here. So, let's... Uh, I will sacrifice my... Swag box to be completely dismantled. Robbie, I know you probably will want to keep the integrity of all your stuff together. This is going on my desk at work, man. So, all right. We've taken that out. And, uh, I, I, you know, people are asking. Um, I believe that it is, yes. I think if you order, this is the same one yes, that you get. Juxta, you did hear her stuff. <laughs> all right. What is this? This is a magnet. Of something. Somebody tell me what this is. Actually, you know, I'm not actually not even necessarily sure. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, this is a Heroes of the Storm oh, Ravencrest okay. Magnet. Whoever that is. Yeah. All right. And then we have the classic Diablo vinyl figure. I don't want to bust him out. Yeah, yeah. Just keep him in there. That's fine. Then we got our StarCraft 20th anniversary pan. I'm going to give this to Joe. That's very nice of you. Joe, Joe deserves this. He you should make him earn it. He should have to beat somebody in StarCraft. You know what? You're right. That's actually pretty good. Somebody challenged Joe to StarCraft, and then we have a keychain here, which is pretty cool. Alliance and Horde on each side. Alliance and Horde. Yep, yep, yep. I was, uh, when I did play WoW, I was, I was Horde. That is nice. This is sweet. Challenge coin. It's like the size of two fifty cent pieces. Mm-hmm. It's got some nice little weight on it. I had no idea what you would use this for. That'd make a great slammer. 
it would make a great slammer. Uh, and you would probably, I don't know, you could fling it at people at work. And here we got some nice Hearthstone stickers, which again, I don't play Hearthstone, but I love... Stickers or magnets? Are these magnets? These are magnets. I'm sorry, I'm very wrong. These are magnets. Um, I really like Hearthstone's, like, little... Aesthetic. Aesthetic, yeah, like the oops and the well-played and stuff. I really like that stuff. But the granddaddy, the thing that we're really here, uh... That is kind of the, the 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 big thing here is the, is the BlizzCon book. I mean, this is this is sweet. I mean, this is this is a hardcover. Okay, I'm not sure if it's it's not leather bound. Okay, but it is hardcover. What does it smell like? Probably shrink wrap. No, it actually smells like wood. Uh, so, <laughs> it smells like wood, but. Uh, so that is what you're going to get uh, if you ordered the sort of con box uh, or if you attended BlizzCon and you got a press pass or if you got some sort of premium package. That's what you're going to get in the swag box. Really cool stuff. I'm with Robbie. This, all of this stuff somehow, some way is going either on my desk or attached to a laptop or something. Uh but it's really cool stuff, man. Really cool stuff. Robbie, how do you feel about this stuff as a bigger Blizzard fan than I? Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's all pretty cool, man. Um, uh, all going on my desk, the Overwatch coin in particular. Like, I don't know, there, there, there's something about like small little metallic like like coins or emblems or crests that I think as collector's items are just really, really cool. The uh, Outlaws actually had a contest on their Twitter for like a one-year like mm-hmm. little like pin-type deal. That I probably won't win because they only give me 25 a mile. But I don't know. Stuff like this has always just been, like, really, really nifty to me. I mean, like, listen. That's real. That's, like, real metal. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So. Blizzard's always been known for quality. That's true. That's true. So, with that said, guys, we're still going to be around tomorrow. Uh, Well, we're still going to be around uh, for day two of BlizzCon. Um, You know, people have been talking about a. A Hearthstone song, I don't care. Wait, a Hearthstone so- yeah, song? What? That's another thing I just realized. If you guys that I'm very happy about is the Lucio cereal in the Lucio album. You, yeah, the album they actually released a Lucio album. That's cool. See, this is this is so meta. That's so meta. That's dope, man. I'm 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 just I'm excited as for this to be my first BlizzCon. I am very pleased. This is so cool, and um. I can't wait to go back for day two, man. I really can't. Yeah, now obviously uh, you guys listen to the podcast. Uh, this is day one that we just finished up. So uh, you're going to want to definitely come and check out the uh, Checkpoint Daily that's going on now. We're doing Checkpoint five days a week at 5 p.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash CheckpointXP. We had a rebranding of the channel, so make sure that you go and refresh your bookmarks. But uh, if you want to know how uh, day two went down, which will include the uh, the Overwatch League, or sorry, the Overwatch World Cup Grand Championships, plus if you want to know uh, about our thoughts on uh, Ash Hero 29, the new hero that just came out. You might have uh, realized that we didn't do a whole lot of talking about that. You have to tune in for low team damage later this week, guys. Be on the lookout for that. But uh, yeah, all your checkpoint needs. Twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP is where you're going to find it. I mean, honestly, 
the the box is cool, the swag is cool, but the experience is really what the coolest thing is here, guys. And if you ever, ever, ever get a chance to go to a BlizzCon, even if you're not a big fan of Blizzard stuff like like I am, really Overwatch and WoW are like the only things I have any sort of context for, it's still so worth it because some of the characters are so iconic. You're going to see the cosplayers. You're going to see it and feel the excitement. Um, and it's going to make you want to play some of these. I'm not even going to lie to you. A part of me kind of wants to play hot. Not going to lie. I told Robbie, he looked at me sideways like, well, really? You well, play hot? Because apparently you thought that, that it was all like original characters for the game. You didn't realize it was all Blizzard characters. I didn't. And see, the thing is, is because, you know, you would see them talk about a new Overwatch character being in HOTS or something like that, and I just be like, that's stupid. I don't play as no guest character. Like, but now, you know, seeing that and understanding the history and all that stuff, I, I may try it out. Yeah, well, like, like, there's actual lore to it. Like, 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 the idea is that there's this place called the Nexus that sort of intersects all the different worlds, and so all these heroes are being pulled from the different worlds to fight this battle over the Nexus. League of Legends? I think the thing you destroy is a nexus, but is a nexus. But yeah, yeah. And and, and here's the storm. The nexus is like, I think, where you battle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, I I may think of trying out hots and um, I definitely at some point will probably try one of the new Diablos coming out. Um, The one thing I am not playing is classic. Wow. However. Yeah, no. It's all right, me either. It's a good choice. I played it 10 years ago. It's fine. It's fine. I, I tried WoW back then, and it literally put me to a point to where I never played it again. So, there you go. All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to wrap up uh, the the Checkpoint podcast here. Uh, again, remember, you guys can check us out over at twitch.tv slash checkpointxp. Uh, I believe all of our social medias, if they haven't yet, will also be changing to that soon. Uh, so checkpointxp on just about everything. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I have no idea if they're going to put us first or second in this podcast, but I know that they also did, like, the, the sort of look ahead to the eSports weekend. Right. I'm sure wherever they put us will make us sound foolish again. Yeah, they probably will, but you know what? Hey, plenty of people already sound foolish because of what happened to Team USA in the World Cup, so... I realize just about every prediction that we had sort of made, like, sort of went the other way. Well, every prediction you made. Oh, I'm sorry, you predicted China over Finland? No, of course not. <laughs> uh, did 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 you predict uh, uh, for, uh, uh, who who lost to uh, Canada over France? That's not the point. The point here <laughs> is that you looked at me sideways for picking South Korea. No, no I was. Not yes, you did. Sideways for picking South Korea. Okay, and you tried to be all today. You were all like, oh, it's when they lost. Who oh, I told you? I told you. But you never said. You never said that USA would lose to someone other than South Korea. No, what I did say, and I didn't say it on air, but I did say that Team USA was fraudulent, and that Muma was only going to take them so far. And I listen. Yeah, we, never said it on air. Never said it in, in, in the in the presence of anyone. Yes, just I did. In the back of his yes, mind. I did. Yes, I did. He tripping. Oh. Either way it goes, is that. Everybody's prediction was wrong. Everybody's bracket is busted. It's it's cloud nine all over again. And we're just all sad and disappointed. All right? So that's what I'm saying. Either way it goes, thank you guys for listening. (laughs) 
to the podcast and we hope you guys return to check us out for more podcasts as well as checkpoint daily as ravi so mentioned and all of our ancillary content like low team damage where we will be going over the overwatch world cup at length and in depth so thanks again guys and don't forget to check us out twitch.tv slash checkpoint xp and follow us on all of our social medias i believe those are changing to checkpoint xp at some point in the near future as well so thank you very much guys we will be catching you all later and uh stay glued to all of our socials for even more news from blizzcon 2018 deuces Thanks again to Robbie and Norris for going all the way out to Anaheim and doing the hard work of reporting on BlizzCon for us. How difficult it must have been for you. Yes. How how, oh, how shame for you. How exhausted your wallets must be. Now that actually definitely I believe. Now that I now I actually I, I, I actually hear that the merch line is probably the most competitive line in the thing. Uh yeah, uh, so as I've under, uh, been made to understand, the merch line is very organized and very well run. But very long. But very, very long, yeah. So, so, you know, maybe some other companies could take note of how to do a merch line properly. Yes. Square well, Enix. Your, your cousin is also out there as well. He Kyle, is. Yeah. He was the one who was actually informing me of the merch line uh, shenanigans. So, bad, yeah. Bad. Um, all right. Well, let's take a look ahead towards uh, the weekend and see what we got going on in esports. So, I mean, it's. It's pretty much all eyes on BlizzCon. It feels like most there's of the five, events. There's what five events going yes. on at BlizzCon. So we've got the WCS Global Finals happening for StarCraft. That's awesome. We've got the World Cup underway for Overwatch. United States is out. That sucks. Uh, I guess one more I don't uh, have to watch. So South Korea is just going to win, right? What happened, USA? They lost to the UK, man. What happened? Muma sucks. That's what happened. What? F- oh my God! I'm holding Robbie personally responsible. He did this. He did this. This was all on Robbie. This was his prediction gone wrong. This is this is how it feels to be me, Robbie. Enjoy that. <laughs> uh, uh, that's not a good feeling. Hearthstone and Heroes of the Storm also have major tournaments underway, but I couldn't care less. Uh, wow, we also have competitive rating back this year, the Mythic Invitational. <laughs> I know. But listen, I want to like the Mythic Invitational. I want to like it. No. Would you like it more if you played, do you think? No. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so either. I'm not sure about that one, man. I don't think so. I, I mean, because I watched the the dungeon running, yeah, the, the dungeon speed running, right? And I just got angry at it because I'm yeah. just like, why am I watching this? <laughs> I'm angry that I'm watching. It's like when I watch curling on TV. I'm like, I just, <laughs> why am I watching this? I have better things to do with my time. Uh, yeah, it's it's frustrating. How about this though? In PUBG, we've got the HP by Omen Challenger series getting underway this weekend. This will be a good time. Now it seems like because HP by Omen was uh, one of the main sponsors of the broadcaster the broadcaster as well i wonder if they're going to start being a driving force and seeing more public facing tournaments it definitely seems like it. i think so i mean it seems like now that they've got a serious sponsor uh underneath them that they could be doing more stuff i'm going to be interested to take a look at this tournament comparing it to the broadcaster royale seeing if they're going to continue on doing those different game modes or not be very curious to see how it plays out really like those i mean you know between pub stomp and all of the different other game modes that we got 
I had a really good time watching that. Yeah, I, I, I'll be curious to see if seeing those different game modes didn't work because it was more personalities and more tongue-in-cheek presentation. When you see it with the most competitive people, we'll probably want to see the main game mode more. I'm yeah. curious, though, how that'll play out. Yeah. Stevie in our chat, or Steve A, rather, in our chat, uh, asking, hasn't Blackout Mode killed PUBG yet? Not and yet. I've actually, I've actually seen an uptick in people logging back into PUBG. Yeah. So I think, actually, Blackout Mode is is bringing people back to PUBG. It's getting people weirdly. back into into Battle Royale. Yeah, and I think I, I think that you're going to see a bit of a fracturing of PUBG scene, yeah, but will. I don't think that it's going to overtake it. Mm, probably not. I mean, there might... There might be more people playing Blackout Mode, but the competitive scene, I, I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Uh, in League of Legends, we also have the Grand fi- Finals for the World Championship. Team Fnatic going up against Invictus Gaming. So glad I'm almost done with these early morning matches. I, I'm, I'm ready for uh, Europe next year, where we'll be five hours later, I believe. So that'll be a little bit more manageable. I can't do another 4 a.m. wake up, dude. This has got to be brutal on you. Two years in a row, do man. Do you even want to watch the finals? I mean... Absolutely. Just you, okay, not live. You do. Okay, gotcha. I, I absolutely want to watch the finals. It's Fnatic. It's a European squad versus a Chinese team. It'll be a non-Korean team winning it. Yeah, I want to see it. Not live. Who do you think is going to take it? That is a hard question, dude. Fnatic wanna... looked so... Are, okay. Better question. Okay. Who are you rooting for? Fnatic. I am also rooting for I, Fnatic. I, I'm definitely rooting for Fnatic, even though they bounced my team. They bounced Cloud9. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, they're, a, they're a fun story. I like a lot of their players. And you know what? Maybe I just don't want to see another Chinese team go all the way. I, I mean, not that they have gone all the way, but I mean, they were dominant at MSI. They were dominant uh, at Rift Rivals. They, they were dominant. Were, they were not a factor at last year's Worlds. Well, uh, yeah, they went out in the semifinals. <laughs> You're right. Uh, no, I want to see Team Fnatic go all the way. I'd be very excited to see that. Uh, and you know what? Overall, I'm just excited for uh, Worlds to be back in North America in 2021. That's yeah. what I'm excited yeah, you for. You keep saying that for the next three years. I know, dude. <laughs> dude, again, in two, I'm, what, I'm not going to be mad next year. Like, Europe, I'll get over. But China, again, in two years, I'm going to be pissed off during that. <laughs> I'm going to be in a bad mood. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's your look ahead to the weekend in eSports. Uh, we'll be back here on Monday uh, on the channel, twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. By the way, update your bookmarks. It is now Checkpoint XP. Uh, no longer, you know, twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. Now Checkpoint XP. Um, so uh, we're going to be back here on Monday at 5 p.m. with a whole new daily show of for yeah. you guys. Uh, I'm assuming that we're probably going to be talking about BlizzCon. Uh, the events of the weekend will feature prominently. Robbie and Norris have already said that uh, they've gotten some uh, some really interesting interviews while they've been out there. So Ooh, I heard some of them. I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be fun. So, guys, make sure you tune in on Monday to catch what we're going to be doing here on uh, Checkpoint XP. Um, But uh, that is going to do it for the podcast this week. Thanks so much for joining us for the podcast. We uh, we appreciate it, uh, as always. CheckpointRadio.com is where you can find out more information about the show, as well as full episodes on demand posted every Tuesday, interviews from past episodes, and much, much more. That's all over at CheckpointRadio.com. Stay up to date on all the latest by following us on social media. That's CheckPT Radio on Facebook and Twitter. And if you like the show, consider dropping by our Apple Podcast feed and giving us a rating and a review. And again, a shout out to S. Clarkson for 
updating their review on iTunes. Checkpoint Radio is a production of Westwood One. Our theme is provided by the band Weird Out Last. Big thanks to our producers, Rick Scott, Kevin Graham, and Christine Corpus. For the Checkpoint Radio crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, who are out in Anaheim, and Joe Sloan, I'm Nate Bender. Keep listening. You've been listening to the Checkpoint Radio Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, tune into our weekly radio show. For more information and the latest on esports and gaming, go to CheckpointRadio.com. 